On this week's episode of The Slow Grind, we had special guest Michael Kahn in studio to talk about some of his favorite Blazers moments and being a Blazer fan over the course of his life, while also being at the University of Arizona. Also, somehow the difficulties of being a minor league baseball player, and we wrapped it up by talking about the San Francisco Giants. Let's go. Welcome to the Slow Grind. Yo, Lawrence, did you check out that game last night? It was insane. Giannis looked so good in that fourth quarter, and he was really dialed in. You know who else is dialed in, right? Duco Clothing Company. They've got an amazing catalog with fire beanies. Fire, fire beanies, fire hoodies, fire t-shirts, everything. You got to dial it in. Right now, if you go to their website, ducoclothingcompany.com, and use promo code SLOWGRIND, you get 20% off your first purchase of beanies. That's D-U-K-O clothingcompany.com, 20% off with promo code SLOWGRIND. Yeah. And an amazing deal. Amazing deal. You got to check them out like right now. And back to the show. You're welcome. What was your favorite moment as a Blazers fan? I would have to say the two Damian Lillard playoff buzzer beaters. So cool. Those are the greatest moments. Yeah, I I personally love those ones too, but really, if you had to go with one of them, what would you go with? Yeah, oh, choosing one, that's tough. It's a tough question. Um, The Rockets one. That's the one I was going to pick too. I was gonna pick that one too. It's, the, it's the so first iconic. one. It's that the was, first one. You know? just, also, there was what, like point nine seconds yeah, on the yeah. clock. You know, oh. he's coming around the top. It's ridiculous. Of ridiculous. Job. Yeah. The play was for that. Wasn't even the play. Yeah, it was there, for Aldridge. The, mm-hmm. If you watch like the House of Highlights video of Damian Lillard going through all of his highlights, mm-hmm. he said the play was actually being run for Lamarcus. Yeah, that's what Lamarcus said. because they just wanted a tie. Yes. And, and but. Nobody was on game, and he got around, and then Chandler Parsons was too late. It's crazy because, like, everything about that play just happened to work out because it wasn't, like, what you were saying. It just, he just got open and just drained it. Like, it was nothing. It was yeah, so I mean, it was in the same spot as the Brandon Roy one against the Rockets a few years before. I don't think I've ever seen which that. Which is very before, cool so. for a Blazers fan. But that is very cool. Like, a nice... It's going to be the same as a Nets fan when, like, in a couple of years, Kyrie Irving has the same shot in the finals, game seven, in the same spot he hit it last time. So, you know, like, I can, I can relate to that, you know? Well, <laughs> that might be a stretch. <laughs> He's already declaring that they're the champions they're next year. Like, year. like, he already, like, said it, like, multiple times. Like, what, next year? Next year. Yep. We're winning this. We're winning the title next year. There's no other... Durant won't be the same. It's not going to no, happen. No, wrong. I think you're just salty that they passed on him. I think that's listen, that's listen. just what it has to be. Oh, listen. I I will take Greg Oden every day of the week for how it worked out. I understand that, but I can understand that you also have a grudge against Kevin Durant because how it actually. Did I really work out. don't. I really don't. Michael, I know you to be a, I, a I grudgy was, person. No, how when when <laughs> did he get drafted? Two thousand eight, right? Something like that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So yeah, I was eight there. nine years old. When Greg Oden got drafted, you know how excited I was that Greg Oden got drafted. I don't hate the I don't hate Kevin Durant. I don't hold a grudge against Kevin Durant. That's it was the Blazers' management that fucked up. There was a lot of turnover 
okay. during that time. We went through like four general managers in like three years. After or before? During, like that whole time. Because <laughs> Olshay's only been with us for like four or five years, something like Olshay's, that. Olshay's a really good general manager. I, uh, I, per, I personally like if to find... Was he the one that found McCollum? Because he coming out of Lehigh, taking McCollum as a top it wasn't, ten. It wasn't really finding McCollum. I mean, McCollum was in the same situation as Lillard. Dame yeah. and like still, Steph Curry, takes, going to a smaller school, it takes playing in the tournament, it takes getting balls hurt, to take a guy out of those and being of taken high. No, do you not agree? It takes balls to take guys out of these uh, smaller schools. Where, like, yeah, their stats I mean, are kind of inflated, well, McCullum, you know? McCollum sat on the bench for his first two years. That's true. He and played in the G League, too. He ripped it up there. <laughs> I think it was even the D League back then. It was. He was in the It animal. was, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um, so now this year's Blazers. Right what now, happened? They're, they're well, currently what the fuck happened, in, man? in that mix for the AT. Do you think they could get it or no? Are you, do you have any faith there or no? Um, so it said that we have, like, the easiest, and like most home heavy schedule for the rest of the season, okay. Which they have a couple is games nice to know. Very soon, but Damian is still sitting for a couple more games. I think. Mm-hmm. So I don't have faith that we win any games against a 500 plus team, uh, like without Dame. And honestly, I would rather have a draft pick than lose to the Lakers or the Clippers or whoever the first. I 100% agree with you. I would say um, the Nets are kind of in the same spot, but yes. at the same time, they can't, the, they can't the get the nine seed. seed is yeah, so but the, the six, seven, it's and so eight seed away. in the East is going to be 10 games under 500. Yeah, exactly. Nets are, Nets are ending at least 10 games under. Uh, if you saw that Spencer Dimity thing, that was absolutely horrible. And just, I, I threw it out of that. I have, my brothers are Knicks fans, so I, was, I, wasn't, I couldn't even watch. I was like literally studying for like a test. In, my, in one room, and the game is on the other room, but the volume's on loud, and I'm hearing what's happening. And my brother is a Knicks fan. He's just like, he's a prick. He's also a prick. So he just <laughs> starts dying of laughter really, really loudly. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck did we just do? And uh, I go on I go on Twitter. I see the play, and I'm just like, god damn, these Nets. We really suck. Like, we're hard. <laughs> I could have I I handled that situation 100%, better. 100%. If I just, like, crawled, if I crawled up on the floor with the ball in my hands and just lie down there till clock expired, that would have been a better result. But Ridiculous. what's a what's a worse result doing that or losing or giving up 141 points to the Hawks on Friday night? <laughs> like what's worse? That, that 141 points is pretty bad. That was like their record for like I don't know, like the last thirty years Knicks. they haven't scored more than that. Oh wait no, the Nets did that. The Nets did that. That's oh, what I'm saying. Fuck. Like, what's worse? What's worse? I thought that was. Like, what's, what's worse? Oh. 141 or Spencer Dinwiddie? Like, no, Dinwiddie. How Dinwiddie. many? How many did Trey have that game? Not even. Not that even much. that much. Collins had like really? 30 something. I think he had 22. Cam Reddish had had 24. Uh, John Collins. Cam Reddish, really? Yeah. Yeah. It was his first good game. He had 15 points in the quarter because he just didn't miss from three. It was ridiculous. <laughs> he's been he's been very disappointing. Yes, I was. I think he was the prospect this year. Like outside of. Say Ja or, Z- or Zion, I was most excited for Cam Reddish because I really thought that not RJ Barrett. No, no, I had I a know. feeling he wasn't gonna be that a, good. I had a weird feeling that he would be better and more NBA ready than RJ Barrett at least because he was playing as that second fiddle or th- even third. No, he was third fiddle. As, he, he was, was playing as a third, third fiddle to to two Zion. guys at whatever. Yeah. So he'd be NBA ready to kind of be like, okay, he'll be ready to spot and shoot. He'll be ready to do things like that. And to see he's shooting what 30 32 percent from three pointer was very surprising for me. 
I thought I thought he'd come out much better. You know what I thought when I was watching Duke last year and they were shooting and not hitting their free throws, not hitting their threes. Like I like their whole team wasn't good at doing those two things. So I knew that once Zion, RJ, and Cam came into the league, their first of all three pointer percentage were mm-hmm. not going to be good. Hundred percent. There was no way. Both all their free throw percentage were not going to be good. So I'm not really surprised that Cam Reddish isn't all that good. Maybe he can develop. Maybe. I mean, he will. But, but I'm, but I'm not surprised that he's not. He only got drafted because he was third fiddle to that team. No, but he was a top prospect out of coming out of uh, high school too. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Look how many top prospects play for Arizona right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even? I honestly don't know a single person on this team right now. Are they good or no? Um, we're like third or fourth in the Pac-12, which is terrible. Yeah. We just lost to both USC and UCLA last week. Yeah, but I heard UCLA is surging, though. I heard they're surging. Well, the, the way the game ended is we had three straight turnovers, including a guy dribbling the ball off of his foot. <laughs> Spencer did <laughs> within, what he asked. Within like a minute and a half left in the game. That's horrible. Wait, so you were there, in? were you there at UA for the times that like DeAndre Eaton was there or no? Did you, no, did you catch so him? I, I took a gap and I went to Israel for the year. Oh, uh, so, so you missed so that year. You know what? It's okay you missed that year. Wait, so I have a question. Okay, it's so okay. I remember you, you tweeting like your basketball Tinder profile, right? And so I see your video, you drain a three, wet of course, and then after you you say like what's the craziest basketball highlight you've had in your life? Like the coolest moment you've had basketball related and you said you scored it off an assist from Lonzo Trier. Right? Yeah. What is that story? Yeah. I need you to tell me that story. Well well so I go to a very large Pac twelve university mm-hmm. where we have a lot of great athletes that come through. Yes. And so when the season, the basketball season ends, uh, all the players start playing at the rec. So I'm a very good player to pick up on your team if you don't want to look that good. <laughs> I'm a five foot seven redhead Jew. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not, I don't look athletic and I'm not really athletic, but I can shoot and I can score and I can pass and I can dribble. I'm fine at basketball. You are the so I'm a good player supplement. for the players to pick up. To be like, okay, we're even now. We have this guy. <laughs> you ready for this? You ready for this? I have the perfect comparison, and this guy went to Arizona. You ready for this one? TJ McConnell. Uh, he can't really shoot that well, but, uh, but... I would say more like Chase Buttinger if you're going to go with a <laughs> white Arizona player. I honestly love your self-awareness. That's, that, that's a top comparison. Right there. Okay, fine. Well, I know, I, if, I'm playing, if I'm playing in the game with people who are much, much better than me, I know my place. I'm going to stand in the corner and move from the corner to the, to the top of the key, <laughs> just pass it, and if I'm open, I'll shoot. And so... So maybe Steve Novak. So last year, nah, Chase Budinger is a good one, but Chase Budinger sneaky hops. I mean, wasn't he in a, like a dunk contest one time or something? Am I crazy? He was. Yeah, he did the. He was the first guy to do the white men can't jump it. Oh, but we liked Pat Connaughton doing it anyways. Pat Connaughton should have gotten a better yeah. score than that. He was robbed. Actually, I might put Pat Connaughton on my Blazers. Whoa, uh, Mount Whoa. Rushmore. Loved him. He was okay. Absolutely he's so him. sneaky, athletic. But like now, it's good that he's getting. He's like it's, because if you didn't know that Panic Contest could dunk, him being chosen as a dunk contest contestant was like really surprising because he's like like what the hell, really fucking white. So like, <laughs> and he's like six four. He's but, not that big. No, yeah, exactly. So then when you like, if you knew who he was, like he could he could pitch a baseball ninety five miles per hour. He really yeah. Has, well, yeah, so that that was crazy. the thing. The when the Blazers weren't going to sign him, I think it was two summers ago. 
before he signed with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. The the only other team that offered them a contract before the Bucks were the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> That's crazy. That's very cool. Very impressive. Like I knew he played. I think he played Yankees minor league, maybe, or he was like supposed to go to the Yankees. No, out of he played. He played in college. Yeah, he, he went pitcher. to Notre Dame. He was a great pitcher. Mm-hmm. I I think coming out of college, he had like a maybe he got drafted by the Yankees in like the second round or something something stupid like that. Um, but no, he he was drafted early in the MLB draft. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking, of, I, I think it's I think it's so crazy that people can get drafted in the MLB draft and just not go to baseball. Like first Kyler Murray, Kyler. obviously, and then this. Team. Well, I mean, it's hard to do. Like I have a friend from high school got drafted by the Diamondbacks in like the seventeenth oh, round, and right now he's trying to work his way up, like from the minors. And it's not like the best life. You no, travel minors, by bus, you don't make a lot of money, uh-huh. and he spends like the winters at home in Beaverton, Oregon, mm-hmm. like. It's tough. It's not glamorous no, at all. Not at all. I think that they're starting with minor league reform, but it's not going to hit for a couple of years, even if they do. And they have they haven't been great to it. Minor league players make zero money, and they're traveling for half the year, and like they don't. It's it's just not a life that looks that is good. So I get why people would choose other sports. It's just over. not appealing. No, it's extremely unappealing. But but speaking it, it's of the grind, baseball, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. It's the grind. You got you got to try to. Mm-hmm. Finesse your way into it. Speaking of baseball, you were a Giants fan, no? I uh, big so Giants fan. This year, twenty twenty, it's an even year. You guys are due. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's an even uh, year, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no expectations for this year. They're so um, bad this year. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be terrible. Um, I mean, I haven't watched like more than a few Giants games in a season since probably two thousand fifteen. They, they, so I mean, it. it Definitely coincides the, to like the end yeah. of like maybe Tim Lincecum is is that Whoa. where that ends? Is, is, no, when, no, 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 no. Like the goat. 2014 was the last time we. Oh wait, what are you saying about Tim Lincecum? No, I'm saying that like once he started going downhill, that's when like you stop watching. Oh no, no, he was going downhill in 2012. I mean, we yeah, still won still, in 2014. Like, yeah, oh, that's true. I I don't know. I for some reason I have the timeline of him going down after, but I guess not. So. 2014 no, was Bumgarner takeover. He was coming right? out of the bullpen in 2013 and 14. Oh wow! Honestly, he was like so cool to watch. Is like like when he had the hair, he had like the freak. Yeah, you know? I everything about him. I was, like, when I was in Little League, I would pitch like him, where you turn your <laughs> back all the and like, your leg all the way up, straight up second base, and then come back. Uh huh. Yeah, he was like one of the coolest guys to watch. Him, like I, those guys had so many. Those teams hair, had so man. many memorable guys. Like those old Giants yeah. teams, they had Brian Wilson, they had Bumgarner, Posey, and yeah, Brian, had- Brian Wilson was my. I dressed up as Brian Wilson for Halloween like three straight years. <laughs> That's dedication right there. Wait, using using my Akasha uh, Roche uh, beard. <laughs> you love to see it. That's great. Uh, you, you used to go to Giants games too, or or I mean, they, they're in San Francisco and you lived in Oregon. Was it like yeah? So hard? whenever they play the Mariners, we'll go. Okay. Um, and I went to World Series games in 2010 and 12, and my dad went in 2014. Oh, wow. And every time we go to the Bay Area, if it's during the season, we're going to go to a game. That's very cool. And also, like, last year over spring break, we went to spring training, saw them a few times. Ah. Um, I'm trying to go this year, but it's super expensive. You go to like, your... a lawn seat for a Giants game is 45 bucks. Oh wow! Wait, do you go to uh, the Arizona Spring Games? Is that where they play, or do they play in a? Uh... Yeah, they play. They play in Phoenix. Ah, that's really cool. 
Also, it's not even like a whole like trip to make it out there because you're right. I mean, how far is uh, UA from there? Is UA in Tucson? I think two hours. No, yeah, UA is in U of A is in Tucson. Mm-hmm. ASU is in Phoenix, and all the spring training is in like in and around Phoenix. Ah, uh, I got you. Okay, that, that's, yeah. So it's not so bad. That's no, not. It's not even that. It's bad very doable. Uh huh. It's yeah. very doable. So, how did you become a Giants fan if you grew up in Oregon? Uh, my grandfather is from San Francisco uh, and moved to Portland at a young age. Okay. So he was a Giants fan, 49ers fan, and then my dad went to Berkeley, oh, and cool. so he would go to Giants games. He's never he's been to at least one uh, game of the World Series that the Giants have been in. Like every year they've been in the World Series of his, of his entire life. Oh wow! Really he was cool. at the earthquake game. Oh really? I think that's one of the more like more cool, uh, interesting baseball history games. Like there was an earthquake in the middle of a literally World in the middle game. of the game. Uh-huh. Insane. Yeah. Imagine if you were at that game. <laughs> that oh, you said you've been to a World Series game. What's yeah. a World Series game like? Um, yeah, like how's the atmosphere? They're really cool. I mean, yeah. So the first time I went, I was ten or eleven. Second time, I was like thirteen. So I was pretty young. I didn't really like. Understand. I definitely didn't appreciate it as much as I would if I were to go now. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Um, but, like, I remember in 2010, because 2010 was just a crazy year because the Giants weren't even good, mm-hmm. like, at the beginning of the season or even halfway through the season. Sure. They were a wild card team that somehow made it after they traded away their catcher and Benji Molina. Yeah. And. Buster Posey came up and just started crushing really it. Pablo think. Sandoval was skinny okay. and doing <laughs> great. Huff wasn't extremely then, racist yet. And not racist. Uh, what's his, what's his issue that that liberals hate him for? Uh, I don't know. Something. Okay, never mind. He's extremely right wing. That's the best what? way to say it. No. Who? Aubrey Huff. Did you hear about what happened? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aubrey <laughs> Huff isn't invited back to the He's 2010 to reunion this year uh-huh. yeah, because that. he made some. No, no, no. It wasn't that he was right wing. He like. Made he tweeted about how he was like disappointed in the Giants franchise for hiring a female coach. Oh, oh, that's not a good oh, look. But anyways, oh, terrible! And look. that's why he's not invited back. But thank you for taking time out of your day to uh, stay with us because like you just didn't go to class just now. Yeah, no, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so, I mean, I I don't, I don't really need to. It's a Greek philosophy with no attendance. <laughs> so nonsense. Yeah, no, like, so why even go in the first place? You know. Definitely. Exactly. 100% sleep through it. <laughs> um, thank you for coming on, Michael. You know, thank you. It was our pleasure having you, and, you know. We'll see you next week. <laughs>